Good morning and happy new year to everybody and welcome to the first edition of 2021 the estate agents podcast delighted to be joined today by Andy Overman welcome feeling better now much better thank you much better good Luke Sinclair good morning how are you good morning sir very good thank you fantastic and two exceptionally special guests Mr. Jerry, no longer the Reverend Lyons. We'll find out a little bit more about that. And James Kendall, um, who runs an estate agency in Bedford. So thank you very much, gentlemen, for joining us this morning. Very grateful for getting up at this unearthly hour on a Sunday. Very, <laughs> very, very kind of you. See you've all done your hairs especially for it. So that's very kind of you. So... Um, Morning, Tim. Thanks very much for joining us. Morning, Amy. Thanks for joining us this morning. Very kind of you. So um, let's just start with how the year started and then we'll have a chat about some um, computer campaign and um, some printing campaign that has gone absolutely viral um, for the agents that have been doing it. Um, and fair play um to the people that have been doing it i mean it's incredible and and the kindness being shown um with everybody is amazing jim good morning how are you um mr fife mr fife himself jim has got a um half past 10 facebook live with um jim you can tell everybody who it is today um so let us know and hopefully we'll get a few people um watching you at half 10 today so andy Let's talk about um, how's your first week started. I mean, obviously, strange went into um, started on Monday. Kids went into school. Tuesday we're in lockdown. So um, just for start of a year that we wanted, hey, um, morning, yeah, well, Tony. Yeah, my my start was um, a little morning, bit different. I, I fell um, I fell ill on New Year's Eve. Woke up New Year's Day and felt felt like I'd been hit by a bus. So. Um, I had to I had to have the uh, the Rona test, which fortunately came back negative. So my week started on Thursday. Um, we're lucky enough both both the girls have got a place uh, locally um, in school, so we are pretty much business as unusual. Um, but yeah, what a crazy start to twenty twenty one, and it doesn't look as though it's getting any better, does it? Um, when you see morons in um, in, in was it Clapham Common yesterday? 22, 23 arrested. Yeah, the, it's, yeah. It's, it's just crazy. But we're going to talk about the things we can do rather than the things we can't do today. So let's talk about the positive stuff. Um, I think it's incredibly challenging and in some cases unfair that, um, as morning Sharon, that us as a profession, um, is working and morally. I'm not sure how well it sits with me personally. Um, and it's very, I think it's very tough for a lot of agents what is the right thing to do at the moment. But the things we come on to discuss in a minute, I think is going to make a massive, massive difference to our community. Um, Luke, how's Leicester been this, this week? I mean, some of the things you've told me I've been gobsmacked with. Let's talk about work at the moment. <clears throat> yeah, so, um, yeah, re really, really busy. Um, we came back last Saturday the 2nd is when we reopened. We shut down from the 23rd, gave everyone the Christmas break off. Um, so busy, um, just to just 
because I like my numbers. So just to give an idea of what it's like in Leicester. So 74 valuations have been booked this week. Um, Quiet then. Yeah, just a, just, a, just a little bit. 12 new properties that have come to the market since the, well, really from Monday because we didn't put anything on the market on the Saturday. Uh, 15 sales agreed. Um, near just under 300 physical viewings. And they're all ones that have been properly qualified to make sure that those people need to physically, physically have to move. Uh, so we've done the virtual viewings and uh, taken the necessary precautions as much as as much as that. Um, and exchanges are starting to come through uh, as well. So I think we've had five five exchanges so far um, to to start the year. So it's it's good. It's good, but it is at the same time a little bit concerning, like Andy said, but. I think as, as a business, if you make sure that you're putting systems and rigorous processes in place to make sure that you're not being careless, you're allowed to continue to trade. There's a lot of businesses out there that can't even open their doors or it's not worth them opening their doors at the minute. And uh, um, yesterday, for example, we went down to the village to pick up a few supplies, popped into the local um, uh, cafe, they were doing takeaway. Did a bit of promotion on the local Facebook group just to say pop out and support. One person kind of said, I don't think you should be going out to, to the local takeaway to, to get a breakfast cob. Um, but the rest of it was in support because it's a tough, tough time for a lot of businesses out there. So it's just about trying to help and support each other as much as as much as much as possible. Um, and they were over they were over the moon. We spent twelve pounds, um, gave them a little bit of a tip. Um and and we're on our on our way, but the rest of the day we spent in at home um, on some activities that we'll talk about later in the show. Lovely. So let's say a few more hellos. Morning, Rolf. Thanks for joining us. Morning, Sharon. Um, Jim. So this is what's going on at half ten. Um, a self-confessed food lover is starting with New Year, an impressive ten stone lighter having shed the weight in around a year. Um, it's tomorrow, actually, at 10.30, to hear Grant's story, how he did it, plus his partner, Rachel, said four stone. You'll be amazed at this inspirational story, and this could be the year it could all change for you. Live now, now I know you've been in isolation for, for months, uh, Stephen, but today is Sunday, mate. Is it? Oh, shit. I've lost, <laughs> you know what, I've lost, I've lost track what day it is. Morning, right, just Adam, a little bit concerned for you. Morning, Kevin. Morning, Adam. So, so James... Stephen, can we morning, just, Andrew. Morning, Andy. Give you a temperature check just to make sure that you're okay, mate. Uh... <laughs> no, I'm pouring with sweat here. Um, James, <laughs> how's Bedford? So tell everybody, um, for the benefit of everybody watching or listening, who you are, where you're based, and congratulations because I believe it was your 10th year anniversary. Just hit it. So well done. Cheers. Thank you. Um, so yeah, I'm uh, a small agent from Bedford, small indie. Um, like a team of five slash six um my post i put out the other day actually was um is a little bit misleading the head title because it was um it was six years since i first got an office and it was a, it's 10 years coming in may but like you ask you read the headline everyone's going oh congratulations 10 years so it's a reason we're like nearly 10 years 10 years in may um but yeah anyway i'll, I'll take it back then congratulations on your nine and a half years <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so six, six years um, since our first office, three and a half years prior to that working out of a bedroom. So probably not the most conventional uh, of, of beginnings. But um, but yeah, so in Bedford this week, 
Joyce, I can't claim anywhere near the numbers uh, that that Luke's claimed. In all honesty, we've um, since we've got, it... got seventy-two offices. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One, 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 one valuation and office. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, no, we um, we have, we've had a couple of exchanges, which is really good. Um, viewings wise, we could have done a lot more viewings this week. I think the last count, we're at about twelve viewings. Um, we could have done a lot more, but we're we're literally keeping it to people that are physically ready to proceed. Um, so I, they do, you know, they've got to have a reason to move. They've got to have they're either under offer or um, first time buyer or whatever. They've got to be all ready to go because it's just not worth the risk. Uh, everyone's working remotely. Um, in in December, I just made a decision when that tier four thing came in the guys have got to go remote because you know there's people that are living with high-risk people in our office and it just doesn't doesn't make sense for everyone to be in one place um and just it's just extra risk so but no you know first week's been being completely honest it's not it was definitely not like last january last january was absolutely mental but i don't think we um expected it to be that way but it's been um it, yeah, it, it's been a, a week of kind of, I suppose, a little bit of reflection in terms of, you know, think of what happened over Christmas and what we're going to do this year. Um, and then what what's going to happen this year and what we're going to do differently and what we learned from last lockdown. Brilliant. Thank you. Right. A few more. So we're joined by Royalty um, from Australia. Hello, Lisa. Thanks very much for joining us. Annabelle, good morning. Michelle, good morning. So for everybody watching, can you put in the comments how this week's been for you, how it started viewing wise, um, whether you're doing virtual appraisals now, um, whether you're still doing physical um, uh, market appraisals, viewings be interesting to know. Um, so please let us know. Jerry, I must say, I much prefer your hair like this. You're looking very, very good today. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I've, I've showered as well. I, you showered as well. I mean, that's a first, isn't it? Blimey. Thank you. First, we are, first for Monday. <laughs> we are, we are honoured. We are honoured. So um, obviously you work with a lot of clients, estate agents up and down the country. Um, what have you been hearing? Um, well, I don't know about you guys, but what, we've been back to work five days. It feels like five months. A lot, <laughs> a lot happened, man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like I had, a plan for this month that went out the window on Monday with the news of the lockdown, because obviously we had to react to that. Um, in terms of like what I'm hearing, it's there, there are a lot of agents who think we shouldn't be working at all from a from a, a sort of health and safety perspective. So I get that. Um, but um, I think there's positivity. It's like you said, Stephen, you can only control what you can control. It's pointless worrying about the weather, you know. So, yeah. 100%. Thank you. So, Jerry, you said something, and um, I'm not going to steal your thunder, although I think we used it for the title. It's not about market share. It's about community care. And I think that's where, certainly in my area, um, agents may have got it a little bit wrong. Yes, I appreciate that as agents, we build up our marketing collateral probably four to six weeks in advance but like you said you had your content written for January which has pretty much been rewritten um, yeah. in the space of a week um, and, and we've had to adopt and change adapt sorry and change course again haven't we and I think that that was the story throughout 2020 um, for me I don't think it's I don't think it's going to get any different certainly for the first half of 2021 I think we're, we're going to have to be prepared to adapt and pivot quite freely 
Um, so is it a time at the moment for agents to be waving their dicks about telling telling people, you know, how many houses they've sold and this, that and the other? Or Right. No, of course not. Uh, it's, it's never a great time to do that anyway. But now you've got you've got free uh, audiences at the moment. Yeah. That for your content, and your, your communications and they're, they're all I'll just call it the free eyes. Yeah. So you've got the invested. They're the people that are buying or selling at the moment. So with the invested, you need to communicate to them what you are doing in terms of getting them to their goal of selling their gaffes and, and that sort of stuff or, or renting out their properties. That's the first idea, the invested, one type of communication for them. Then you've got the interested. They were the people that are sort of, are we going to sell when this is all over? Or are, they're, they're on the fence, but they're still important for you to get content in front of. Then the third section, which is the section that I think we're going to touch on next, are the invisible but the inspired because of you guys on here. I know you've all done stuff with the community this week. And I bet you've had more. Well, I know for a fact you've had more shares doing something for the community than you did talking about your businesses. Yeah. Am I right? 100%. Yeah, 100%. Do you know what I mean? Have you actually, have you ever had anyone reshare or retweet or mention about your market? If you went, oh, we've had a great market share this month. <laughs> no one share? cares. Exactly. My mum. Yeah, it's like Chris Watkins says that, he's right, he's right, he's 100% right. So, so we yeah. did a video this week, um, Jerry. Um, in fact, we did lots of video content this week, thanks uh, thanks to your initiative. We bought the green screen and we're now whacking out content three times a week on video, repurposing the blogs that you uh, very, very kindly provide the business with. And one of those was just to explain to people what we're doing, because I went on an appraisal um, on... Thursday, Thursday morning, and uh, I turned up with the digital uh, contactless temperature checker for my vendor um, and just said before I come in, uh, do you mind if I just take a contactless, you know, we're keeping our community safe. And the first thing she said was, that's really reassuring. Second thing I did was put my shoe covers on. Third thing I did was explain that I haven't got a presenter file and a glossy folder and loads of brochures because we're reducing the risk of transmission. The only thing I take in is a laptop, which I demonstrate that I've wiped down with antibacterial wipes as I as I go into the property and I do the same as I leave. Um, mobile phones left in the car. So literally there's a notepad, a pen and my MacBook uh, and the temperature checker. Now, the first thing she said, you know, the, the the ordinary course of the valuation didn't happen in, in the ordinary way because the first thing she did she wanted to she wanted to immediately um express her gratitude for the way that we were taking things seriously she's got a need to move a want to move um and she told me a story she'd been out on a viewing with um one of my competitors and was asking about the wardrobes and um and she was in the kitchen she was asking about how deep the cupboards were and whether there was a corner carousel cupboard in the kitchen and the agent said well let's just have a look open it yourself and she couldn't wow. believe that she was being allowed to touch things in people's houses with the rate of transmission as high as what it is in breckland so that immediately when i spoke to you afterwards inspired me to do the video and we we went on video and we said to people look this is our procedure it's procedural buyers only um We've got the, uh, um, we send out the SPRIFT key facts for buyers um, to anybody that inquires from a right move, move uh, lead, sorry. We then follow that up if they're su if it's sufficiently interested with uh, virtual um, online viewing using GoToView through the Matterport platform. 
and then if if it warrants it we do the the physical inspection and the first thing we do is stand on the doorstep and do a contactless temperature check we ask people to wear shoe covers hand sanitized face mask um and we received some really really positive feedback really positive feedback for doing that explainer video so i wonder what our agent's doing at the moment Stephen, Stephen. I, just want to piggyback, I just want to piggyback on something that you said there um, and I just wonder whether people were doing it. So you talked on about virtual view or about on the viewings. People want to know how deep the cupboards are. So actually, mm -hmm. the point is on the virtual viewings that agents are doing. Are you actually open up cupboards um, and showing people how deep they are? Or are you just doing his his uh, bedroom, his kitchen? You know, put yourselves in the shoes of a buyer. What are the questions that they're going to be asking? Are you actually doing it? Okay. I'm sorry, Jerry. No, uh, what I was going to say is, Andy, that's a perfect example. I said it in the last lockdown of you've got to be seen to be clean. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Because there are, there are some people ain't going to give a monkeys. Yeah. About so just sell my house. They don't care about health. They don't care about safety. Yeah. But there are people that that process that you just explained there. That'll be a big thing to them and they'll think right you know if we have to sell we're going to sell through this well we're going to get this guy through the door because he obviously takes it serious so i think i think after the first lockdown a lot of agents thought covid had gone away but if you listen listen to the experts they always predicted we'd be in this situation here come this winter so be seen to be clean is still an important message and mantra to get across okay so brilliant so let's talk about the community stuff and what i love is um we've got three people on here that take action and implement stuff so an idea came around about a, camp a computer campaign um i'm not going to say where it came from because we all end up having a big fight and you've already had one fight with chris watkins i don't want you to have another fight with me so um so, um, so your idea stephen no could have been um, could have been could have been anybody's ideas doesn't make any difference <laughs> I, I don't know who idea was quite frankly the first i heard of it though was from luke and anton so that's but yeah, same, no, no, where did you get the idea from sorry i think there might be a common connection there <laughs> yeah yeah there was might it, Steven, seriously serious question was it well props to you this brilliant idea yeah. i think it's marvelous you're no, the master of a state agency so, well done, luke. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I love was Luke and Anton actually took action, you know, and obviously, James, you've taken action as well. So let's just talk about what it is, what you've done and um, the impact you are making in your community, which I think, you know, fair play to you and everybody else. And, you know, I'm seeing on Facebook, people are now starting to do the um, with the schools, we're printing stuff off for you, which I think mm. is absolutely fantastic. Um, it's going around. Loads of agents are doing it. Um, and the goodwill that's being generated, it, it's great. You know, you look at what Marcus Rashford achieved with the school mills um, as well. You look at what's going on with food banks. And, and just before I come to that, one of the things I say to you, I'm, I'm on my local Facebook group and a lady posted yesterday about particular, they're collecting parcels for the NHS, um, which I thought was great as well. So here's a list of stuff we need for the NHS this week um you know um there's a collection point here anything you can do to help which will be unbelievable and i think that's something else as well you can be doing for your community um and make making a difference and i think my dog's going to join me 
So. <laughs> right. So let's talk about Luke. I'm going to start with you and then James will come to you. So Luke, you literally went into action. My phone was, you were telling me, look, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> Next thing I know, you've gone and bought 150 tablets and you're out there and, you know, you're doing loads of Facebook lives. You're keeping people yeah. updated. So tell us about what you're doing and how well it's going and unbelievable. I think kudos to all of you. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Well done for, you know, not sitting back, taking action and making a difference to your communities and to the people that, need it um in these times so fantastic congratulations guys brilliant and everybody else watching here you know doing exactly the same thing i think it's absolutely incredible um everything you were doing you're really stepping up you are making a difference to your community um you're being kind you're doing the right thing um and you're you're all amazing people so brilliant it actually brings a tear to my eyes what you're doing so Thank you, Luke. I shut up now. <laughs> no, I mean it's 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 a. I mean the the value that that Stephen gives in terms of his ideas, it, he probably has nine shit ideas, but he normally has a good idea. He he peaked too soon with his one good idea, but so that might mean perhaps twenty twenty one is everyone needs to speak to Stephen once a week to get his idea of the week. So, um, but but no, I, I mean I saw I saw BBC the local BBC radio station were doing for members of the public to donate out of date technology or old technology to a charity and they'd refurbish it. But obviously, we, my my kind of view of that was how long is it going to take to get those into the schools because it, it could be four five six weeks and by then hopefully you never know the kids might be back into the schools or, or whatever so um and then a local school kind of appealed for it uh, which i went to and that school's been great for me the family uh, the children so three children have been through that school and they've shaped me to be who i am today so it's about paying it back so um so i asked them how many kids haven't got access to a device and and the area is pretty a pretty good area. And I was shocked about how many children don't have access to a device. In this day and age, when we take for granted picking up your mobile phone, your kids sit in there at home on a tablet or on a laptop or something. Um, so I said, right, I'll order it. It'll be with you. Uh, and the earliest day that Amazon could deliver was Monday. So I said, they'll be with you Monday. Um, uh, and she couldn't she couldn't believe it and then i thought you know what let's just try and hammer amazon and argos to see how many we could get so we we we've paid for 120 and then the idea was okay well let's try and get um other businesses and other members of the public let's try and rally round and even if it's a pound let's let's if you can contribute a pound uh we're 50th of a way to getting a tablet um so that that's the way i that's the way i kind of look at it um so we've had uh so far in physical tablet donations we've had 40 i think it's 48 physical tablet extra tablets that have been donated Good. and i mean i i was absolutely gobsmacked yesterday i keep checking the gofundme page one person's donated 500 pounds on the gofundme wow. page so i think we're up to 800 pounds at the minute um, and uh, we've got a secret, a secret, secret uh, target, which um, we want to. We thought well, if we can get to a thousand pounds, then that'd be great. So we're going to aim for a thousand devices now. Um, that's our B hag that I mentioned to Stephen uh, last night. 
And yes, is it optimistic? Yeah. <laughs> is it is it optimistic? Um, probably, but have you got to have a goal? Absolutely. Um, and and we're going to give it and we're going to give it our best um, in order to actually achieve achieve that. Because if on these Amazon devices they can access Zoom, they can access websites, so they can do they can access the BBC again. The BBC fair play to them. They're putting on all that learning for the different ages so they can access those on online learning classes uh and, and things um so that that's that's what it's all about and then i saw the thing around printing and i thought what a bloody great idea we've got three gigantic big printers in our offices that are probably doing bugger all at the minute um and it doesn't cost a lot to print um and again that's helping keep another leicester business going because it's a local Leicester business that supply the printers and the, the toners and everything. So it kind of filters down and we've just put it out there. Look, so e email us and we'll drop it back to you or you can come and arrange to come and pick it up, obviously, safely. Um, so I've got some to go on. I'm going to go into the office shortly, get some drop printed up and, and get them dropped, dropped round so that the kids can have a good start to, to Monday uh, in their kind of – because, again, it's unusual for them, isn't it? You've got to try and make it feel as normal as possible because these are our future scientists, doctors, estate agents. Um, again, we've we got to keep we've got to keep these people going. So that's what it's all about to me. Isn't really. it quite sickening, really, to realise or 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 have to try and comprehend that there are children in our areas? That may not reach their full potential yeah simply because yeah. they're not considered you know i i don't consider my my kids as you know uh seven and five i've not until this week considered how privileged they are to have what they have in their life and how underprivileged children that don't have that are and then when you take that and fast forward it 10 years you know yeah. what damage is that doing yeah. to those children and, and their ability to fulfill their potential. And I don't think that that's, I don't think that's right. I think what you're doing guys is amazing. And James, I just want to then bring you in because you've actually taken it a step further. Um, and you're collaborating with other estate agents, aren't you? You're yeah, encouraging. Yeah. So, so there's going to be people, um, dinosaurs probably that shouldn't, <laughs> sh should, shouldn't be anywhere near an estate agency business. I'm going to say to you, why the hell are you working with your competitors where you could take all the glory yourself? Um, I guess to be honest, it's because it's not about me really. It's about the it's about the community. And obviously, look, you know, on the um, on the on the flip side, will people remember us and go, oh, you know, they was a great guy? Yeah, maybe. But you know, I just think there's a lot more going on, and it's bigger than, like you say, who's swinging the biggest schlong at the moment. It's it, it's all about what's yeah it's never a great time to do that and i certainly wouldn't be doing it but um there's, <laughs> but you know in in everything that's going on like you know i know i know one of the guys that is a good friend of mine that runs one of the biggest like letting agents in the area um are good friends with other sales agents out there as well um you know there are there are other little rivalries in in the area where you know people are very much of the old school where you know we're doing what we're doing and it's all about what they can do but and pie charts etc but you know people people don't care do they we had that conversation a minute ago you know how many how many people share a pie chart no one no one cares. well done you sold houses you've done your job um but it's all about um just know, just do you know power together because the other thing one thing that struck me um was 
couple of weeks ago, before all of this, I put some advice out in one of the local groups. So I've just moved to an area and like I've just, I'm joined the Facebook groups, you know, it's the whole usual who's laying off fireworks, oh, whose dog's barking and all that. But, but then every now and then there's a few like little opportunities to add some value into the group. And um, I credit, I credit Perry uh, Power with it, but we were given like a, uh, like a, a, a set of things to like, um, to, to get out to people. And I kind of modified it to suit my own thing and so put it out in this group. And it was really well received. Like the average, I guess, I guess, likes or engagement in that group is like one or two. Oh, it's me letting my, it's my dog shut up kind of thing. But after a while, like there was, there was quite a few comments. People were like, oh, that's really good advice. Thanks ever so much. We're selling our house. Da, 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 da. Um, but then there was a couple of people on there. There was, there was a grumpy old man on there that was like, well, advice or not, you're still an estate agent. Um, and I thought, scum, scum of, of the earth. <laughs> yeah, and that's how it felt. Like, yeah, you, you know, you might be nice, but you're still scum. Um, but anyway, so um, that kind of stuck in the back of my mind a little bit. It's funny, isn't it? They say that you know you can get a hundred compliments, and and someone will say something nasty, and the nasty thing will stick in the back of your mind. But then I guess when this all kind of came along, came about, I kind of thought to myself, well, there's a real opportunity here for our industry as a whole to kind of raise the bar up and rather than being that, you know, we drive a flash car and, you know, you're all peasants, you know, let's get in, let's get involved and let's bring everyone up together and be the hub of the community rather than, um, you know, that knobhead in a three, three pins, three pin, well, three piece pinstripe suit that drives a convertible. Like no offense to anyone drives a convertible. I used to have a convertible myself, but you know what I'm saying? Amen to that brother. Do you know what with location, location, I haven't worn a suit for six weeks and I feel so liberated and people feel so relaxed in your company when you're on an appraisal and or a viewing that you're not this shiny suit, kipper tie, wide boy um, that, the, the, that the industry comes up. So that's that's amazing. James, um, how many times, so you offered to do the printing yesterday. Yeah. We were talking off air um, and uh, <laughs> you, you, you went viral yesterday. I think you've, you've, you're now uh, taking new premises to uh, put six printers in to become a printing department. Yeah, that's it. I've taken over a print shop. <laughs> so I was chatting to Luke last night on um, Messenger. We were just having a little chat about what's going on and, and what we're doing, etc. And he was like, oh, you know, we're doing it because I, I dipped my toe in the water um, about uh, shall I, shan't I with the whole printing thing. And I was thinking, oh, I'm trying to because uh, I'll go back to in a minute about the computers stuff, but printing thing, um, I kind of thought, oh, you know, I, I'm literally, I've got an in inkjet printer at the office, you know, I'm a small indie agent, like five people. And I was thinking, God, you know, what's going on? But then I thought, you know what, I saw it, you know, at the end of the day, if you print, and I probably think about this, I'm not the most, I am business minded, but um, I try and think about things a, kind of a different way. And I thought to myself, well, hang on a minute. And um, what if I was, printing off 10,000 leaflets or paying someone to print off 10,000 leaflets to get, oh, you know, I don't do this, but, oh, you know, to put to, through 10,000 doors, we've just sold a house, give us a call. How much is that going to cost? Versus if I ended up having to go and buy a new printer, pay for ink, pay the guys to go and drop it off in mileage if they need to, or open the office up and do it there. Like what would the cost be side by side there? You know, and I, I haven't worked it out, but I just in the back of my mind justified it and went, well, what kind of impact is that going to, you know, everyone's going to feel good about it. Cause I know I feel it's, it's, a, it's quite addictive. You do something good and then you're like, Oh God, this, this feels really good. Like what can we do next? And, um, 
yeah, I just think the actual like cost side by it depends. I could massively regret this tomorrow when I get ten thousand emails and people want to print out 1900 page essays. But um, you know, at the end of the day, it it's it's doing good. It makes you feel good, and it's doing good for everyone else. And you know, everyone's feeling a bit crap at the moment with everything that's going on. It's negative, etc. Sorry, mate. Go on, go for it. Sorry, Lisa Novak made a really good point that people don't uh, forget how you made them feel. So during this period, the likes of yourself lose, everyone's getting involved in this. The communities, sections of the community, not all of the community, because it never works like that, but there will be sections of the community will never forget what you did for them, yeah? Imagine if your kid is driving you mad, right, for a laptop, and you're the agent who give that kid the laptop. How are you gonna feel about them? And how many people are you gonna tell about that? Because it's a remarkable thing to do, you know? And mm -hmm. remarkable is talking about. I would look at doing as well is a printed uh, um, colouring in book um, to keep the kids occupied as well. Um, we, we did those at Christmas. We did those yeah. at Christmas. Yeah, we'll, so we'll, you look, we'll you've, got, you've, you've got those now. I'll be, yeah. again, you know, getting those out there again, helping them because, again, that will keep the kids occupied um, as well. So there's one thing as well. I think James, if you share your sheriff story, and this is this is a great example when you do Which something. Part of it? <laughs> no, wait, no, yeah. This is what I'm leading in with. It. It's a good headline, the sheriff. Um, but it shows what happens when you do something good. So what unexpected chain of reaction can happen? So, can you share the sheriff well, story? They, they kept you out of the sales for the night. <laughs> just in case there's any uh legal follow-up from this if you have shot the sheriff we are nothing to do with it and we are not complicit <laughs> and, and james just before um because this is all about sharing everything we do here just before yeah. you tell the story again people if you're um watching now can you just put in the comments the sort of things that you've done in the last week that um have really worked well in your area um the community stuff please that'd be fantastic Sorry, James. Chris Watkin, piss off. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so cool. So, I mean, I guess right from the beginning, obviously, um, the group that, that we're in with um, with Jezza and co, um, I saw, like, the post came out that, you know, Luke and Anton had done X, Y, and Z, and I was like, oh, that's a really cool idea. Like, I wonder if we could do something in this area here. Um, and I was thinking, oh, why don't we get everyone in the group and all the agents, and I was thinking – how many tablets can we buy in the country? And then I was thinking, right, I then got onto Amazon and I was like, right, let's see if I can, I'm on chat to Usman on Amazon chat saying, right, dude, you know, I've got a load of agents here. People want to buy stuff. How cheap can you get us the tablets, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so my mind's going a million miles an hour. And while I'm doing that, I'm thinking, well, do you know what? Um, let's put it out locally to some local groups and see what kind of schools and stuff people, you know, what people are needing um, so that we can get, the stuff to the right place in the right hands so anyway post on a couple of like local facebook groups and normally like when i put someone out like offering to help you get like one or two comments that someone's like um yeah that'd be nice and they'll tag somebody blah 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 anyway so i did three or four local groups and then literally within i think five minutes um one of my team rang me and said oh i've got so and so from the local paper like it's not it's not like a physical paper but like an online i don't know if you guys have got in your areas but like an, an online digital paper platform the editor, editor's on the phone to you so uh, uh okay so rang her oh you know great what you're doing blah 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 um really think you should be speaking to the high sheriff blah blah, blah. and i was like i have no idea who that is but yeah cool anyway five minutes later 
I'm on the phone to the high sheriff of Bedfordshire and I'm like, I've no idea who you are and what you do, but I'm just going to go with it. Um, I didn't even know we had a sheriff for what they did. You know, I thought that was like an American thing, you know, just going to come out quick off the draw. Um, but <laughs> I had literally no idea. And uh, anyway, so we got chatting and um, uh, I won't, I won't give you the full story because it's quite embarrassing, but um, actually no, I'll go for it anyway. So she, she was like, oh, you know, we've driven past your board. She was like, oh, um, you, James Kent, there's a, there's a school in Bedford called Bedford School. And um, it's basically like a, a private school. And she was like, oh, um, are, you, are you a Bedford school boy? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I went to, to school in Bedford, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh, yes, my son went to school. with all of She's like, oh, are you part of the farmers? And I'm like, no, mate, sorry, I, I grew up in a council estate in Kempston. That's, that's, that's totally not who you think it is. Um, but anyway, that long story short, um, we started chatting. And she was like, well, look, such a school, uh, school needs this. Um, you know, there's, there's kids out there. So one of the biggest things that kind of brought it home to me, and I'm skipping about all over the place here because my mind's going a million miles an hour, but um, one of the, the biggest things was it's not just about the kids that need it for the education, but it's about the kids that are being safeguarded and the kids that come to school to get away from all the crap that's, that's happening at home. And the, a lot of teachers aren't able to see the students and their friends and things like that and that that that's that was the biggest thing that struck a chord for me because i'm just thinking like obviously education you know we're, we're not a third world country education should be a basic right that um kids should have but it's also deeper than that and it's you know kids being able to interact with their friends being able to interact with their teacher and also their teachers being able to safeguard them uh, and know that you know they're okay because then coming sometimes people you don't realize and i went to school in a not particularly great area but a lot of the kids i went to school with came to school to get away from what was happening at home if that makes sense mm. yeah, yeah. my sister was, james works in social services my sister-in-law works in children's services um and although obviously she can't talk about specific cases the amount of children and it's not just from underprivileged backgrounds far from it in fact mm. um the amount of children over the last 12 months that have been at home and have been in isolation and are suffering mentally um from right across the spectrum and and you're absolutely right for some for, for some of those teachers and for some of those support services to be able to physically see the child and communicate with the child via a zoom or via a, you know a facetime call or whatever um it means so much to them because there are children that are struggling at the moment, not just not not just educationally, but mentally um, mm. and, and those those that are being affected physically as well. Mm. So I think it's absolutely amazing what you're doing. Absolutely amazing. We just want to take it to the next level, though. Like the thing is, I'm thinking, right, OK, look, cause, you know, I'm a small indie. I could probably buy 20 tablets myself as a company realistically. But I'm thinking, well, hang on a minute. I know so-and-so that runs that company there. I know that so-and-so that runs that agent over there. Da, 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 da. So I'm speaking to people at a lot of our agents and they're going, oh, yeah, we've got, you know, computer equipment that can be repurposed. Uh, oh, we'll chuck 200 quid in. I'm thinking, well, that's... Because the other thing as well is it's not necessarily tablets. Some of it's like that some schools are like, well, we need Chromebooks because Google Classroom doesn't work on X, Y, and Z. So I'm just trying to... This next week is going to be massive in terms of um, so I've, I've literally thrown out loads of um, stuff to people. I've set up a GoFundMe, but I haven't put it live yet. But um, just to try and the idea is, is that because we had that conversation, Jez, about um, GoFundMe and, and getting the money out. 
And my thinking was, well, because I looked into it and read into it and you can get your money out of it within two to five days. So my thinking was, um, you know, with use the money that we've got in the bank. So once we get donations, if we need to buy stuff, use the money that we've got in the bank, buy the stuff now and then worry about when that comes back in later so we can get the um the, the device whether it's a tablet or a chromebook or an ipad or wherever it is that they need into the hands of the right people asap because like you say the people could be back at school in six weeks but the likelihood is it's probably going to be march but yeah. you know our, my guess is as good as anyone's so just just uh, a practical point when we were talking to our local school because we made a donation to them they even said about getting dongles I don't even know what a dongle is, but <laughs> somebody doing broadband, right? They said that was something because some kids don't have broadband. I know it seems amazing, but it's 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 just yeah. What you're doing is is incredibly good. I think you you raised a really good point there, and this is something for agents to do. And I think Luke, you might have done this as well. Is when you post onto your community Facebook groups, any good local reporter follows those to get stories. So you popping up as this is a great story. You know, at a time when it's needed. So, if I was still in journalism, I'd look at that and go, "Yeah, I'm going to contact this agent." Especially if you're bringing people together. If you're, it's like you said, if you're working with other businesses and other groups, it's it's a great great story for the community. Hundred percent. And I think Chris, you know, James made an important consideration that you should ask the school what type of laptops, tablets they need, as there's no point in buying stuff that they cannot use so have that have that conversation um i'm proud to be in this industry um i'm incredibly proud as to you know just listening to what you guys have been doing unbelievable and there's a massive opportunity as well like for us as an industry and as agents to, and i probably said it already but there's a massive opportunity to um do some good for our reputation because i know you know you ask 10 people in the street you know, I think times have changed, you know, like in the digital age, we're all on Facebook, we're all trying, there's a lot of like-minded people that not necessarily just on the podcast today, but a lot of people that are on the groups that are all trying to do good. And I think the more that I think what's good is, is it's it, for both the right reasons and maybe not so the right reasons, other people will do stuff because they want to be championed as well. And I think it will, it will drive everyone to, to be better and do more for everyone. And I just think that what we're doing now, hopefully we'll get more people to go, okay, well, you know, actually I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind being all over Facebook as well. You know, why don't we need to sort a campaign out as well? You know, that, I just think there's, there's so much good that can come for this, not just for the, you know, for the industry, but just in general for, you know, the end, the end user, so to speak, the, the people yeah. at home. It, it's like, I think Luke said it about getting if, or, or and Andy touched on there as well. Just imagine this, yeah? Somewhere in our country is the next Elon Musk, yeah? Or mm. inventor, or an honest politician. But they just can't get access to that. <laughs> Steady on. Do you know what I mean? That's, awesome. a, That's a little bit far-fetched, mate. What, one, <laughs> you stretch. I'm a journalist. I like to stretch. <laughs> one laptop, one PC, one tablet, it could change someone's life, and it could change the community's future. You know, by just getting a laptop, a piece of uh, technology in a kid's hands who, who wouldn't get it through no fault of their own. Let's get that right. Yeah, you see some mugs on Facebook going, Oh, what are the parents doing? They're probably spending their money on fags. I've seen agents do this, they're the guaranteed they were the first agents to go, Where's my hand out? I need my grant. Yeah, so mm. that annoys me. 
Well, I think there's four things I think agents can benefit from this and they don't need money to do it because I know some of us, we donated money, yeah? I know some of you are buying tablets. Others are doing the printing stuff, which is great. But even if you've got no money to spend, if you're a new startup or you're up against it, you can raise awareness. And raising awareness has a value all on its own, you know? So we can all do something. It's not like I've got no money, I can't do it, or I've got no time. I can't. Do you know what I mean? We can all do something if we're so minded. And the agents that have, and I had one say it to me, I thought, oh, you don't get it, mate. You do not get it. Well, what's in it for me? If you can't, if you ask that question, it's probably not the right sort of campaign for you to get involved in. So mate, if, you've had an, if you've had an agent, I hope you've ditched him out of your group. It's not in my group. It wouldn't be in my group like that. No chance. (laughs) (laughs) Abigail Gray hit it, hit the nail on the head with her comment earlier. Make your own area better by raising up the community around you. I think that's lovely. Yeah. Okay. I know, Luke, you wanted to say something and I'll let you go first. And I've got a couple of things that I'd like to add, please, if I remember. Yeah. um, So, um, so one of the, uh, one of the things, and I mean, Anton's just made a, made a, valid comment that most of us as agents in, in our business premises we've had business rate grants um, we've not had business rates to pay so for us as a business that's saved considerable amounts of money with those business rate grants we've put that back into the business we've not just put it in there and like the supermarkets came under pressure and they've done all their dividends and everything we've not decided to to, to go out and buy new cars or we, we've actually put it back into the business so we've brought office furniture from local suppliers we've employed the local decorator so again putting it all back into the local economy um but just just out there if if and again jerry you touched on it about if you are a new starter and obviously if you haven't got the the equipment if you want we are more than happy to if you drop me an email we'll print it for you you can say that you're sending it out to them by post so you can still engage in your local community and we'll just use our printing resources for you so that you can you can still benefit from that. Because again, it, it, now's the time. Uh, and I think Stephen, you had, um, I can't remember, Kate, is it Katie Darlow? Yes. On, yeah. on your podcast. So again, when she started her business up in the first lockdown, she just spoke to three people a day and just had just had those conversations so as as a new business startup you're going to have maybe some time where you can engage in your community so offer the service and we'll gladly provide the the printing and posting element for you um just just so it all helps brilliant brilliant look for me this proves that how powerful facebook and video is and the reach that you can get out there so I know everybody watching on this is a huge advocate of Facebook and video, but this just goes to prove, you know, when you're dealing with a vendor's biggest tax-free asset or when you're dealing, helping the land of maximizing investment, you need to be user, utilizing video. You need to be using video, um, Facebook to, to reach a widest um, audience. And, that, and that's what you're doing. And this goes to, to prove that. Um, the other thing coming back is, I still think maybe there's uncertainty in the housing market. So I would start doing weekly wraps as to what is going on in your area. You know, I'm mentioning the lead Leicestershire, Christopher Watkins would be happy. This is what's happening. Leicestershire property market, Bedfordshire property market. This is what's happened this week. How many properties have come on the market? How many appraisals did we have? Um, this is the highest price property, the lowest price properties. Inform people what's going on. HSB on Tuesday, I think, are bringing back 90% mortgages. 
uh, you know, that's going to have a big impact for first-time buyers. Coventry are doing the same thing. You know, maybe having a, a mortgage broker. I know Sean Adams last year had a mortgage broker come and do a Facebook Live every Friday as to what's going on in the mortgage market. You know, be that um, information point as to what's going on. You know, some people most probably sitting at home, should I, can I sell? Can't I sell? What can I do? You know, they're still realising that or they're seeing their properties too small. They don't have the garden. You know, Andy, we have a conversation yesterday about people in apartments. You know, actually, they may want to move now because they don't have a balcony. They don't have the access, outside access. There's going to be I asked. I think I did a training session last year and somebody had bought a property in February. They were ready to move. They had only been there um, less than a year because um, they realized in lockdown they don't have enough space. They need another office. And again, I think you both touched on earlier about broadband. Well, think now, what is the most important thing your buyers and tenants want to know? Yeah. Okay? You know, some of the things previously they don't really care about, but I'm sure, I'm sure everybody cares about broadbands. Yeah. So, you know, are you telling people what the broadband speed is? you know, how fast it is when you're selling a property. Are you making it as an icon now on your details, on your website to have broadband speed on every single property to educate people? Because that's what they want to know now. So put yourself in their shoes. What do they want to know? Is there space in a property where there is, you can use another room as a study, have that as an icon as well. Tell people that. Is there outside access? Okay. Is it near to a park? So they can go for a walk, get some fresh air. Or, or the same point there, Stephen, about in back gardens, can you get permitted development rights for building a little home office? I think that would that would be on a lot of people's uh, radar. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Andrew. Yes, well, I can give you an exclusive there. Sorry, I was distracted because I've just received a text message from the lovely Amy Shields at Sprift who has just announced that microsites have gone live on the Swift site. So when you're looking at things like broadband speeds, public transports, um, it's, it's gone live today. So each property in the UK now has got its own microsite. So uh, Luke, I know you're a busy man sorting out all of this um, laptop stuff for this afternoon, but um, I'm damn sure you're going to be on there, aren't you? Yeah, that, we'll, we'll be on that for, we'll be on that for next, we'll be on that for next week. And I think they're now looking at integration, aren't they, for things like Buddy or Hubble and... Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and just going back to something that Stephen said about in order to try and limit exposure and, and risk, as agents, we've probably been really poor gatherers of information about properties, i.e. like broadband speeds. But what are the what are the um, other bits that, that like, like sometimes the soft facts that people like to know about the property? um that that maybe you can provide like Stephen said about what uh, how deep are the cupboards just those little bits of little bits of information what does the owner love about their home why did they buy it in the first place i know Stephen's used that as a question on on market appraisals but all all of those things can can help when when we're trying to limit those risks and give that information again have a have a better conversation rather than uh, just being an order taker hundred percent well i am um gobsmacked so i think 
fair play brilliant everybody what you're doing is amazing keep up the great work um keep on doing what you're doing absolutely um exceptional jerry any other tips people can be doing to actually get the stuff out there in front of um you know local journalists um, or is it just that they will pick it up or do we have to do no, something to never, never never rely on a journalist's work ethic um to <laughs> and actually contact you especially nowadays they're lazy the young journalists not not like in my day we were much better um get it out on facebook what you're doing um i'd say just ring up the local journalist it's easy now you can find their details these community magazines that do the round give them a shout nearly oh. everyone got those Mine's on speed dial. and this you know what as well what we did on i'm gonna do a bit more on monday but we made a donation and i rang my mate who's a builder and he's uh he's a good bloke i thought he, he'll give the school some money as well straight away 500 quid so it's worth even if you've got five people you know that uh community-minded you just know do you know what i mean you just know i've got another mate i wouldn't ring him to borrow a tenner do you know what i mean right. sorry james wanted to say something no, no i was just going to say on top of what you said like something that maybe um is more agent like and i, I put it in the group like so it, it not necessarily having to spend loads of money out of your own pocket but approaching the people that you're doing business with on a daily basis or and and, and people you're selling for if they see the stuff you're doing on facebook um and like if you're doing the laptops um thing someone that's completing soon you could say to them look you know you're due to exchange and complete i don't know if you've seen the laptop thing we're doing um you know would you be prepared on completion to um you know match us up you know because these are people a lot of this it depends obviously different people got different situations but you know a lot of people are going to have kids and you could say to them and, and i certainly have already on completion we're doing this scheme now um you know would you be prepared to match us 50 50 on a laptop for 160 pounds so you know 80 pounds when they're about to put 100 grand in their bank account like they ain't gonna care about you know 80, oh yeah i'm doing something for the community blah 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 but then all you know it's not just those people the agents should, but then even the solicitors how many solicitors do you know that hoard old laptop equipment are you doing anything with your old laptops and things what about so i've just i spoke to a guy that uh, owns a computer recycling company uh, yesterday and um, they're inundated but he's going to try and put me in touch with someone that does um, computer recycling locally so you just kind of you're being that conduit between the solicitor that's got 10 grams worth of equipment they bought five years ago that they've all upgraded and refreshed because some news come out or their lease has ended and you're the conduit putting it there to the recycling company and the recycling company's then getting it to the schools and they're doing everything they need to do you're positioning yourself as a community cheerleader. I know Chris talks about the digital mayor, which is a good concept as well, but in lockdown, community cheerleading is really important because we need hope. I know, Andy, you guys at Location Location, that's one of your key messages for the next few months. But hope is, and this is a hope exercise, yeah? We're giving hope to kids with laptops. We're also giving the hope to the community that, listen, there's some people out there like, like you, James, like Lou, like you, Andy, like you, Stephen, like all the other agents get involved that are willing to to help their community. You know, this is such a good thing. If I was the Pope, I'd make St. Luke and St. James Bosch straight away. <laughs> Don't know, some of the things I've done, I wouldn't, yeah, definitely wouldn't be getting uh, <laughs> the holy water burn. to do something bad. the question, can you seriously get a laptop for 160 pounds? Annabelle said that some are being reduced at courage to 90 pounds. 
Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think the other thing as well, sorry, Steve, just to jump in there, like from speaking to the schools that I've spoken to, stuff does need to be a certain spec. Um, and speaking to my pal, the high sheriff, um, Bessie's now, you know, um, she was saying that you can get a grade A laptop um, refurbished locally from one of the people that she's spoken to for 160. So, yeah, it might have a little scratch on it. And it's a bit, let's be honest, who's going to care about that? Um, you can get a laptop for 160 quid um, that's refurbished and hits a certain, because it's like four gig. I'll post up the specs on somewhere later and, and we can share it around, but just need to make sure that the right stuff's getting in into the right hands. So when this shit is over, James, in the summer, you'll be um, enjoying pims and croquet on the lawn at the uh, High Sheriff. Right? <laughs> I don't know about that. I can't ride a horse. Why do you say that? I've got this bloody thing on here, but I can't, uh, can't ride a horse to save my life. Sir Luke, you had something to say. Yeah, no, all it was is um, just quick Google search, cheap laptops. First result came up, mycheaplaptop.co.uk, Lenovo, 12.5-inch, slimline, i5, with solid state drive, Windows 10, 169 pounds, including next day delery. Brilliant, awesome. And that's idea. more than more than enough. I mean, you could you could work in in an office um, with, with with that. So it's going to be more than enough for school work. Can I just jump in before you say anything else, Jez? So just just on that as well. Like my my thinking on on that is is that. Because I've, I've approached, rather than it going just online, I've approached loads of local like computer companies. And because they, there's a lot of people that do refurbs and I'm sure they'll be able to get hold of different things. Like just trying to compound the good, if that makes sense, and try and put like that towards the local businesses. And then the local businesses, you know, even if they're not making money out of it and they do you a deal, they can put it on their socials. Oh, we're doing this and blah, blah, blah. And it's just the whole feel good all the way around. Shop local. Yeah, okay. 100%. Here's a question for you. You just got me thinking now, okay? So this I thought you were just looking perplexed because we were talking tech and it was all going over <laughs> your fucking head. Um, Abigail Gray and Anton, what did I post in that group about tech yesterday? Thank you. Yeah, you uh, did. You, yeah. you asked, you asked where, about, where is the app, about an app to do with yeah. Instagram. Yeah, there you go. I've got no idea. Right, there's twenty five thousand, twenty six thousand estate agents in the UK firms, I believe. Um, mm. You know, if every, if we could get every agent just to do one, suppliers to do one as well. Okay, that's got to be about thirty thousand um, computers that can be delivered to groups. Yeah. Jerry, what's the best way of getting this message out there? Well, that's why I just held my hand up there. I think, and this annoys me sometimes about the estate agency industry, what are the big organisations doing? Mm. And I'm not dissing them. Well, maybe I am. Property Mart, what are they doing? Uh, I bet right maybe agents... <laughs> right move. This is a good opportunity for agents together to do some good, yeah? They've got the resources and they've got the reach and this sort of stuff. So we need some of the higher-up ones. It's it's great that the independents are doing it and some of the corporates are starting mm. trying to get involved. What are the big guys doing? Don't just sit on your hands and say, oh, well, it's a bureaucracy. They need to be doing something as well. That would be my quick way of getting it out there. Do you know what I mean? Because they've got... Okay. If I, if I was, James, uh, your challenge tomorrow, we want 150 laptops out of Rightmove for every geographical area they cover. <laughs> but actually, you know, to get flavour with, back with agents, you know, maybe that's a thing that a company like that can, can be doing. But yeah, yeah. 
before, and and they've got the facility just to ask. They've got all the details of every single agent in the UK. You, you can brand the it companies, agents for access, agents for access, or computer. I know we've sort of informally called it for computers for kids, but it needs a title that the agent for schools. Say that again. Screens for schools. Something like that. Just whatever. But the agents have to own it. And we need some of the big boys to get involved and put their hands in their pockets. Um, and also just for the whole industry, couldn't it? Like the whole thing, just going yeah. back to it. Sorry, Jess. Yeah. Just going back to it. For the whole industry, the whole feel good. If everyone gets involved. And the thing is, everyone does, everyone's got to do so little. Like there's so many agents, so many suppliers. Jerry, fancy you doing it with me. What's that? Hello. Well, let's just get some people involved. Let's get it out on LinkedIn. Let's get it out on Twitter. Let's coordinate. Let's coordinate something and get it all done. Chris, Chris Watkin. Me and Chris spoke about this on on, on text on Friday, so he's up for it. There you go. Look. There you look go. Look. Look at the love. Look at the love. Just popped up. So yeah, hundred um, percent. So we need to get like agents together on board. Simon Well and David Mintz are aware of it as well so hopefully kerfuffle will it it's just about getting the word out there and this was the thing i said about it doesn't have to be monetary donations or product donations it could be donating a bit of time so yeah i'm happy to and i'm also happy if Jerry, if any agent, the... sorry if any sorry, agent have a chat yeah. about what to do from a content pr perspective just give me a shout and i'll give him five ten minutes at a time now i reckon you've hit the nail on the head simon whale there yeah. Now, if you think we, they've been in lockdown for the best part of a year, so he's not had his hotels, he's not had his bar bill, he's not had his drinks bill. I reckon that guy could solve the bloody computer problem on his own. It's <laughs> okay. So actually, awesome. maybe the easiest place is if we were to set up a GoFund page for estate agents for everybody to donate. Obviously, they can do it locally as well. So keep the local ones for your Bedford, your Leicestershire. But as an industry, go and do one. A bit like what Pygots are doing for um, the Heart Foundation, where they've raised over £30,000 so far by their 100K walk, which is absolutely fantastic. So fair play to them. And I think there's over 220 people that are signed up for that. Which is, And that's another thing. Look at that. Unbelievable. You know, and also you touched on what um, agents together are doing, you know, so there's loads of amazing stuff going on that this industry is already doing, you know, and I think so you uh, spin it a certain way, couldn't you? We've 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 been open with what Luke said earlier, like and it's I feel the same. We're really lucky in that we've been able to be remain open all year and trade. You know, I've got friends in business that um, like their business is, is literally on its ass because they can't trade. Um, I've got a friend that runs a fitness studio, you know, she's taking it all online, but, you know, there's only so much they can do, you know, as agents across the country, why, you know, even if we donated what, like you said earlier, one laptop, you know, how many completions have you got happening this month? Nothing, you know, 160 quid or 200 quid is a punt that you take on, I don't know, an ad you know, or, or a Facebook ad. How much do you spend on Facebook ads? The money that you spend on a Facebook ad telling everyone about your free valuations, like, sorry, Facebook, they're probably going to cripple me here now, but don't sue me, please. But, you know, pause your Facebook ad. You know, if you're that conscious about money, pause your Facebook ads for your 200 quid or whatever for a month and pump that 200 quid into buying a laptop or, or printing out stuff for kids for schools and see what, what payback you get from 
putting that out on social media to you do free valuations in what you know on online valuation towards what one percent good out of all of those you know how much how much more good are you going to do and how much more reach are you going to get from doing something a lot better so uh, just a, a message that's just come from my sister who's just been watching this she said so what about all of those agents that have got good relationships with the house builders up and down the country the house builders already do great work in their communities with with their grants but i'm sure if you ask them have they got anything lying left over on a site that they don't need anymore like an old laptop um but are they prepared to chip in again you just utilizing those contacts isn't it i think kevin was watching earlier was, wasn't he yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah kevin it's something that we can do you know maybe after we can get together and just have a chat and put something together get it out there um, and maybe start something in property industry. I have a negotiator and um, mm. agent today and get the message Steve, out. Steve, I'll do the news release and all the stuff to, for the internal media. If somebody can organize the go because I don't know the GoFundMe world or how that sort of world works, but I don't mind doing all the publicity and all that. We'll just get it out. But speed is of the essence because there's kids every day that a kid doesn't have access to this tech, they're sort of slipping behind. That's the thing, just going back to the GoFundMe thing as well, like a national one is going to be great, but I think the real power is in the hyper-local ones and, that you know, the agents actually physically like myself, Luke, Andy, etc. you get, get in the actual stuff in your account so you can do stuff and then, you know, drop it off, making sure the schools have got it. Because the other thing is, is that if it gets too big on a GoFundMe and one thing, who decides which school gets what and this, that and the other? You know, I think keeping it local, it, it keeps... Um, it makes it easier and the agents can manage it themselves so that people can get stuff in because it's all like Jay said it's all about speed hold on I've had it I've had it shambles in as Delboy says um, <laughs> why don't we do this GoFundMe just for suppliers Stephen and then the agents can do the hyper local stuff because I agree yeah. and the hyper local stuff is where you're going to get the PR and the community benefits but if we did it you know suppliers for screens there you go bosh of alliteration and we just get right move to donate one million pound simon oh. well to donate 500 grand out of his bar bill we're halfway there we're changing Mate, that's, he could do three times that he hasn't been out for a year <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely a massive opportunity for everyone like agents aside and um the others as well so yeah keep i just think keep it local and um you know make sure that because i guess that's what it's all about at the end of the day that like the pr is great the high air, air high fives over the internet are great but the whole point of the scheme is to get um the stuff to the people that need it the most 100 percent um what an amazing episode um, Do you know what? When I've been out this week, Stephen, and I, I've gone on those valuations and heard those horror stories about, you know, how some people are representing our industry. And then I jump on this pod, particularly th this morning, and we talk um, in the way that we have and have the, the comments, the feedback, the collaboration and that unified effort for the greater good. It makes me absolutely a million percent damn proud to be an estate agent again. Um, James, Luke, Jerry, Stephen, what you all do for the industry. So I'm sorry I jumped in on you there, Stephen, because I know it's something you won't do yourself. But for anybody that hasn't booked on to the SJB Masterclass tomorrow morning, Daniel Spencer, um, MD of Activate over in Australia. Stephen, how many spaces have you got left? Because I might be advertising something that's sold out, which would be pretty bloody stupid. I've got 10, 10 spaces left. 
Um, okay, so this is a five-day workshop, 7.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. All of the Zooms are going to be recorded for those that don't want to get up. The investment um, was £62 plus VAT yep, correct. for five days' worth of, five hours' worth of training, 7.30 to 8.30. If you want to jump on and join me in my PJs live with Stephen. Stephen, can you make sure you wear your boxer shorts, please, because we don't want anything dangling out under the Zoom. Um <laughs> The workbook, guys, I've just uh, 64 pages of absolutely insane content. I uh, printed it off on Friday, brought it home. I've made notes. I'm really looking forward to cracking into it. Um, so, yeah, if uh, if you're not already booked on, head over to the SJB Consultancy Facebook page, which is just at SJB Consultancy on Facebook and get yourself booked on via Eventbrite. Thank you, Stephen. I know you weren't going to do it yourself, but you are a legend. Jerry Lyons, what you're doing for the industry and the content that you're providing, the additional content that you're providing for your members, completely free of charge, just out of the kindness of yours and Wendy's hearts is amazing. So I'm really grateful, really, really grateful. Um, Luke, James, I'm so super proud to be in an industry with stalwarts like you guys, um, generous to a fault, fantastic people. Um, let's use this forward momentum. And, and let's use it for the positive and let's not forget it after COVID. Let's not go back into our old ways. Let's really use this as a drive to show how much we care, what our communities mean to us and fully immerse ourselves in those communities. This has been one fantastic episode with some pretty awesome people. Thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for the mention. Appreciate it. Um, Jerry. Thank you for what you do. Um, Andy, you forgot yourself in that. Um, you're doing an amazing job for your community. Um, James, Luke, absolutely incredible. And everybody watching and some of the things that you've said today with what you're doing, absolutely incredible. Um, keep up the incredible work that you're doing. Absolutely inspiring. Um, and <laughs> going to make me emotion, another emotional wreck for a change. But thanks a lot. Have a great week, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching it. Please, when it does come out as a podcast, rate and review it. It makes a massive difference to all of us. We're incredibly grateful. Have a really, um, you know, do what you can. Enjoy yourself. Do the can-do things um, and make the most of what you got. So thank you. Well done, everybody. Goodbye. Stay strong. Be Cheers. safe, stay together, stay connected, and remember, better days are coming. Take care. Well